0: Hello, and welcome to the Told You So podcast. I'm Brink. And I'm Carla. And today, because it's dark out at four o'clock in the afternoon, we're going to be talking about how to survive the New Hampshire winter uh, without going mad like Jack Torrance in The Shining.
1: <laughs> Something like that. How, <laughs> how to survive winter with a smile, yeah. or like all the other good stuff. <laughs> I fully did force myself. So we had our first winter snowstorm yes. today, and we're going to get some more snow tonight. We got a good- Said, mm-hmm. Like yeah. foot of snow, I would say, more than.
0: Yeah, that plus. I mean, and it's still coming down. It's supposed to be for the rest of the evening. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. So um, I love, I love, love, love the first winter snowstorm because it uh, – still seems fresh and cotton candy-y <laughs> and None of it delightful is brown or
0: disgusting wonderful. yet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, no. 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 Well, that's we the... are keeping this up. <laughs> no, no, and that's what I'm saying. This
0: is why – and this is like I'm, – I'm just trying to steal your minds because like, yeah, this is good. But like th- this is just the very beginning and we need to put the good habits in place so that when things get brown and gross – Uh, Outside, then you're still happy-ish. Yes. None of this is (laughs) uh, research-based advice, by the way. This is all just like hard-won anecdotal experience from, if you can believe it, like 12 years in New Hampshire. Right, right.
1: And I do feel like it is hard-won. I do feel like over the years I have developed, as you said, habits, right? Because we know what, you know, the good outcomes you put in, you know, or the good stuff you put in. It takes
0: a little preparation. Yeah, and
1: it gives you a good outcome. (laughs) So one of the tricks of the trade for me is to make sure that in the first snowstorm, Mm -hmm. I get outside. Not just to shovel, but actually to walk through the snow. (laughs) (laughs) To to prance. (laughs) To to gamble. To gallop. Yes, precisely. Canter.
0: (laughs) Wait, those are Are horse things.
1: (laughs) I uh, I went for a slip and slide <laughs> outside, but I did go out. Um, I mean, it's lovely. One of the things I do love is when that first snow comes down. Is just that silence that yeah. sort of descends. It's a, it's a it's a um, deafening. In, in a positive way, if that makes <laughs> sense. Like, what is that sound? Come on, we could use, like, uh, when it uh, like almost a cocooning, like where it just... It, undulating? It, it, no, he's, he's <laughs> looking at my head, sorry. Okay, four words, word number one, <laughs> moving.
0: <laughs> Gibbering? No, wait, that's so, H.P. Lovecraft um,
1: words. So, um...
0: No, that's... I also, I think one of the really nice things, too, is, you know, with it being so dark outside, when it snows and when there's a nice, you know, fresh blanket of that stuff... Uh, it's so bright. Like last night, you know, at midnight, it was like, hey, it feels like 7 p.m. So.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so you, you had to one up my get outside and just like enjoy a little stroll in the snow. You're like, no, you can make your midnights feel like well, sunshine. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Even though we're not in Iceland or wherever it is that happens. Where it's
1: right. And, and that happens in <laughs> summer, not in winter. Whatever. Um, so, <laughs> what are some of your sort of ideas that you're thinking about? I have some crazy yeah. ideas. Well,
0: I mean, I have several, one of the things that I did, uh, when I bought this house was I inherited the, one of those really bright, uh, sun lamps and I'm going to actually try to use that, uh, in addition to taking vitamin D, which apparently you're supposed to do. Yep. And I would recommend New climates, uh, unless you're drinking a lot of milk.
1: You know, for the, I, would, I, I would not recommend, because we don't recommend anything on this show, least of all listening to this, liking it, sharing it, giving us a five-star rating on Facebook. Yes. Uh, actually, we would appreciate all of that Do from it. our very, very loyal yeah. listeners. Um, vitamin D, you can actually up quite a bit more than the daily recommended dose. In fact, I've heard double it or triple, and yeah. I think I take maybe almost four times what you're Supposed to take a look yeah. how peppy I am, I know. people.
0: Uh, well, I don't it's one of those like fish oil type things where I'm like, I'm not sure what it's supposed to do, but it's supposed to make you feel better. So yeah. you know, I, I would like to feel better all the times. So. Right?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, don't mean I, that
0: in a bad way. I mean like it's I I endeavor to always be feeling. I mean, better than I don't I was think uh, the,
1: <laughs> the fact that I'm peppy is necessarily a bad thing. No, no, like that's I not. think it's a good thing and 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 I'm surprisingly pink too you know, how they, they, you know, say from. Uh, I just have a vocabulary show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sanguine. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I mean, the, getting the extra sunshine in pill form or through a light or through, uh, if you want to like polar bear club style it and go outside at high noon with no shirt on for a half hour, um, you can do it. I might, I might do that. Yeah. Uh, Um, I was chopping wood and it's hard. And so if it's sunny out, I think I could endeavor to do that with no shirt on to get that vitamin D.
1: Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I guess there's a lot of science out there right now. There's like some, I'm not going to remember his name because I didn't look this up myself, but my husband Louie was telling me that there's all this like cold, like when you do cold things to your body. Yeah. I don't know if he was trying to psych me up for the winter. He's like, here, honey, feel this nice cold foot against your back. No, it's supposed to be –
0: I guess there's like a couple of different types of fat tissue. And I remember reading a while ago about this that – One of them, uh, one of the types of fat tissue is called brown fat, and it's brown fat because it has more uh, Mm, mitochondria. Brown fat, no, but in the the same way that like uh, like dark meat chicken is dark because it has more mitochondria because it's fast twitch muscle fiber.
1: Oh Um, man, are we just making vegetarians today on this show?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just science. Um, But anyway, uh, point being, uh, fat. That yeah, so it's, it's the stuff brown fat, brown adipose tissue. Uh, Because it has more mitochondria, it actually, uh, like, increases your basal metabolism and exposure to cold makes your body convert regular fat into brown fat. Yes. So, So anyway, point there's a a, a whole bunch of different research – about this that I'm not qualified to talk about. Well, it's a fancy
1: the, way of saying yeah. that those of us who choose to live in cold climates yeah. are probably going to live longer. As long as you get
0: out in the cold. Which and, might
1: explain why you know New yeah. Hampshire is the second oldest aging well, state in uh, in in America. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. but you know I like our old it's people here because yeah. uh, folks are pretty healthy, and you'll <laughs> still see them out there like doing. And they can
0: tell us their historical secrets as yes. we were discussing before the show. Yes, absolutely <laughs> breaking.
1: I were talking about how we need to become the stewards of New Hampshire's history as mm. the historians who are, you know, getting up there in an age. And history is about storytelling. And yeah. so I well, feel like also it's also a these, homage yeah. to people who've come before you when you know and appreciate their stories. We
0: could be like the Studs turkle of New Hampshire history
1: Sure, I've no idea who that is, but he sounds half hot. <laughs> he's that what?
0: <laughs> Stunt sounds like a be
1: working, but if, I don't if, know about Turkle. I think he's
0: actually passed away. Oh, okay. But <laughs> No, he was this guy that when he did all these like uh just deep interviews with people um in the 50s and 60s and you know, it's just really interesting like primary source slice of life conversations about Yeah regular people stuff. Like
1: Fritz Weatherby before Fritz Weatherby? Like was well, he a New Hampshire specific no, guy no, no. or just like an American guy? He was like guy?
0: American. Oh, recognized okay. as Like okay. yeah, he, like he traveled all over the country. Okay.
1: And well, his I, books I are really
0: interesting because it's just like, I talked to these people, here's what they said.
1: You know, <laughs> see, I love that kind of stuff. I think we've lost a lot of that sort of storytelling. Actually, we have lost it. We lost it when we lost investigative reporting, I think. Mm. Like longer form storytelling. I mean, that's partly what history is, I think. And, yeah. You know, and, and, uh...
0: Well, this actually kind of segues very conveniently into another thing that I've been thinking about for, you know, making the winter a little more nice. And that's uh, more sort of uh, regular meals with people that I like. Ah,
1: there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I think that, you know, I don't know. It's, it's really easy to just sort of cocoon yourself and be like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do anything. It's dark. It's and, cold. And
1: here's here's actually because I've I've just recently started doing that again. I mean, the only night I could figure out that would work for most people is Monday. Yeah. So it's kind of like oh, yeah. let's have dinners on a Monday night, which is a little crazy. And now we're in holiday season, but actually, because so many of us love to cook mm. as well, I feel like we could take stress out of things by just being like more of a community. Like I'm a bit of a a, a, a freak. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, like a perfectionist or like, I don't know. I get in my own way a lot. Right. So I'll be like, Oh, I'm not going to have people over for dinner. Cause what if it's not perfect? And then at some stage I was like, God, I like just going to other people's houses and eating their food because I didn't make it, you know? And it's a treat. Yeah. And then I was like, but wait, so many of us love to cook. Why don't we like come up with recipes and then we Mm. do like an all out where it's like a four hour dinner. We come together. We actually like pick a recipe and people cook together. I think we would enjoy that as well. And it takes like some of that pressure off.
0: Well, that's one of the most (laughs) fun things that I did uh, with my friends, Matt and Philip. Um, we, this was like seven years ago, uh, but we were watching Anthony Bourdain's No Mm. Reservations. And so we would have like this standing evening where we would look up where he was going to go. And then it would be one person's job to look up recipes from that place. Oh, how cool. And then like after they, you know, so you, you figure out what would be like a representative meal. And so you try to make that, and then, like, while you're eating it, you watch the show, and, like, if you made anything that he eats, then it's like, woo! Oh, wow! <laughs> so,
1: like, and we could even gamify yeah. that, well, right? there was a bunch of fun
0: s- – it was, like, uh, the best thing – I mean, my favorite thing, that it was, like, this uh, Filipino, like, crab soup with, like, crab and uh, asparagus – Ooh, that and, sounds uh, delicious. I eggs. am kind of hungry because it really it's uh... – <laughs> But yeah, but it was like a – it was a fun excuse to try to cook a bunch of different stuff. Oh, and one like spectacular failure, bacalao, the disgusting dehydrated fish, salted fish. Cod, I mean –
1: Cod from um, I, I made Brazil, probably, I think, is the bacalao. Well, Portuguese, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I made like – it's probably the worst thing I've ever made. It was, <laughs> it was so bad.
1: And <laughs> I can't lie, I too have made a not successful buckle bacala- <laughs> So, as much as uh, you know,
0: yes. salted fish was important to the mm. North Sea trade, fellow people who did not get a lot of sunlight in the winter, I
1: mean, I don't want to eat it. Here's, here's the thing, I mean, I don't want to eat hardtack know, either. It, 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 was, it was protein, and yeah. I mean, Louis and, and I were, yeah. we were joking the other day. I said to him, you know, we're we're reverting back to a boer uh, a a farmer South African Afrikaner Dutch farmer diet from like the boer <laughs> war. I was like, "Oh my god, like dried meat, meat little <laughs> vegetables. and, and rusks, yeah. which was like a dried like almost biscotti kind of thing. So we don't eat that cuz oh, that's biscuits, carbs." Yeah. And then coffee. I was like, "You know, we could pretty much live off like jerky and coffee at this stage." And that actually reminded me and so much of food is is history as well and it's a story of trade and it's a story of it's actually a beautiful story right like just think about how happy someone was when they discovered salt like like no generally (laughs) like like it changed the world right right? people it
0: was like you watch animals i mean you need salt or you die so like people definitely needed it yeah Uh, and you just look at what animals do it's crazy. Anyway, no, I I agree. It's. The, I, I think they're... he's
1: intimating for a little uh uh armpit licking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, what? No, no. What? You, Animal salt, salt, means...
1: salt. No, not, like, like, like I no, don't wild know.
0: animals like uh like deer and all these uh, they they find salt licks. So like there's
1: yes armpit.
0: No, there's. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I mean maybe. All no, all there's here. these uh there's like mineral deposits, and so like in the woods, uh out. In nature, you'll find like there's some rock that all the animals are licking. Yes. And it's not an armpit, but it's a rock. <laughs> anyway. There's an
1: award on an armpit of something oh entirely <laughs> metaphysical. Okay, to bring this back to, to winter in New Hampshire, yeah,
0: intentional food stuff. Uh,
1: so I had this crazy idea. That okay. I feel like I'm going to share, and then uh, maybe if I share it, I will have to do it, and I will try and ramp my way up to this. I think I want to learn to surf. Okay. So I realize that sounds crazy. I'm, yeah. So you get I'm, a
0: wetsuit. And...
1: I'm yes. I mean, I'm I'm not in. Uh, I am in my prime, but, you know, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And um, I did share this desire. So it's just something, I mean, I think maybe it's a cliche that most people feel this way. It seems like a cool thing to be able to do. Certainly something that I grew up with, and I like the pop culture. And I was like, oh, people who surf are cool people. And I would like to be able to say I'm part (laughs) of that tribe. But then I never learned to surf. And I feel like... You know, probably when I could have been in my bikini surf for years, I was unfortunately 17 and in law school. <laughs> so, you know, kind of missed my window there. So I was like, you know, before I turn 50, I think I want to learn to surf. So I have a couple of years. Um, when I was explaining this to a friend of mine, she in response said, well, Carla, I mean, okay, but you're going to have to learn to surf. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: And I was like, okay. So, yes. Well, you so, can do it, do it is at a, a physical a, at challenge. Ride
0: Beach or Hampton Beach, right? Well,
1: so here's the thing. The reason I bring it up is in Nashua, New Hampshire, apparently, this fabulous new adventure land just opened. Oh, it's like an
0: indoor surfing thing? That is
1: like half surfing nice. and half uh, skydiving with a huge climbing wall. That's
0: pretty cool. And I was
1: like, you know, maybe like a 10, I don't know what time they open, what it's called, anything, but, you know, if you would like to advertise, <laughs> (laughs) on our podcast, or perhaps (laughs) let me come in and learn to surf (laughs) and blog about it because I think I could learn. I mean, I think the jump up onto the board is, you know, like uh, you're going that sort of movement. Like, I feel like you have to be pretty agile. Like the water's moving, the board's moving. I don't know. Like I I feel like I'm going to need a lot of core strength. So I am going to treat this winter out on the slippy, slidey ice as part of like, ooh, lean into it. Course Don't strange. be scared of it. Yes. I mean, yes. Look at me to, finding a silver Not to make an hiding. obvious suggestion,
0: but have you thought of trying snowboarding?
1: Okay. So <laughs> I snowboarded once. Okay. In Tahoe. All right. And... Um, The story goes like this. We were sitting at the fire afterwards having drinks. um, And I looked over at Louis and I was like, oh, you look like a Picasso painting. (laughs) And he said, what do you mean? And I was like, well, your eyes are floating over here. Your nose is Uh... over there. And he was like, how? many times did you knock your head today when we were snowboarding? <laughs> and I was like, well, he taught us how to go, but he didn't really teach us how to stop. So I got severely concussed. Oh,
0: well, that's no good.
1: <laughs> so uh, so I actually switched back from snowboarding back to skiing. But yeah. then when we came East Coast skiing, man, if you learn to ski in Tahoe, you got to, East Coast skiing is like, you, you got to have some like core strength. Let's just put it. There, oh, all
0: right. I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, I've never skied at West, so I don't have uh, any see, reference West,
1: point. West is w- way more Powder. sort of powdery and <laughs> soft and whatever. And out here is kind of like wicked slick.
0: Yeah, you got some ice going. Yeah. That's how I broke my elbow really badly. Oh,
1: yeah. No, (laughs) I I skied a couple of times in New Hampshire, and the second time I was like, eh, you know, I think I might.
0: Uh, Well, the point being, oddly enough for me, uh, like the winter outdoor sports stuff is not really part of my plan. Yeah. mostly because my knee is all jacked up from the night fighting stuff. Uh, it's basically healed, but like which I'm – It's
1: such a butch story. Well, I'm, I'm
0: just like – I'm reticent to strap a big long thing that can turn my knee yeah, <laughs> to my yeah. legs. But no, but I think uh, there's a couple – I know that I have a couple of friends that are really into curling, uh, which is like a fun social thing in addition to being a sport. Um, not my <laughs> bag, but –
1: Sorry, oh, I didn't mean to – actually make up mm, on the word sport but oh, okay well, no, no i, mean, I don't want to denigrate it, it. everyone's got their their thing you, you know? gotta be
0: able to do a deep lunge and you gotta be you gotta get the core strength for the like sweeping thing it oh, seems no, like it i'm sure out.
1: it's probably way harder but, uh, than i imagine <laughs> um, no but i
0: think i'm gonna try to stick to uh i have like four trees worth of wood so I have a lot of wood to chop. And wood wood chopping
1: is like, one hell of a workout. I know. It's pretty
0: good. And uh, and there's a lot of just heavy stuff to move around. So I'm going to try to just like have fun moving heavy things around this winter. I, I <laughs> love it. That's kind of my plan. I'm
1: going to stick to the snowshoeing, which I really do love, like yeah. just getting into the forest. You know what another thing is that I was thinking Do you mean about? actual
0: snowshoeing, like putting on snowshoes? Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. Not my thing either. Really? It's so hard. You got to like step way. I just, I'm not, I don't like it.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I have to say I didn't like it the first time. And then a couple of times, I think once I lost a bit of weight and sort Mm -hmm. of, it's good to go like right when the powder is just, I don't know. I had a couple of good experiences. I was probably like enjoying nature. I I just never
0: understood why it's any better than just going in your shoes.
1: Oh. I mean, because you can cause it's it it, it is. Cause. I'm just
0: like, why am I walking on two tennis rackets here?
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, I could see like for you could be cut I need like huge right?
0: snowshoes. <laughs> you
1: need, like little toboggans. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> It'd be like a pontoon, just a walking pontoon boat. Um, but
1: but. An- but another thing I want to to try, um, is snowmobiling? I mean, that's not so much yeah, a fitness thing, but although like apparently an that's like thing.
0: it is uh, not to sound silly, but it is like uh, fairly dangerous. Like it's it's a route to the emergency room for a lot of people.
1: Well, okay, so first of all, yes, I I have only I've actually only snowmobiled here once, and that was out at Bardo Farm, and we rode tandem, so I was yeah. behind someone who knew what they were doing. But I definitely got the impression that. You know, a shit could pop. Well, and it's like
0: a, it's a power machine. I yeah, mean, like I mean, it's a power like, machine. You know, it's being a powered, on a m- motorbike yeah, exactly. in the woods, but it's
1: slippery, and you know, it's like I could see a lot of yahoos being out there. Yeah. But you know, we go on a lot of trails in this area. It's one of the things I love about New Hampshire. It's just it is truly a beautiful state, and yeah. if you're into nature, it's just it's it, yeah. it, it will call and even, you. Even
0: here in like the city, you know, we both well, we're like neighbors and minutes. we're right in the city. Yeah. And- you walk, you know, a very short distance, and you're in the woods and at the it's, river. At, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Nice. You know,
1: but a giant blue heron who lives down on the Piscatawa, yeah. and I feel like she's my bird. Or the
0: like terrifying crow army oh that God, gathers in our cul-de-sac. The hawks, <laughs> the, the, the genocide too. <laughs> of crows. I know, there's right? so many of them. It's <laughs> horrendous, but. <laughs> no, seriously, it's like hundreds. It seems like. Yeah, it's been... I fed them once, and it was crazy. Oh
1: yeah, no, that was probably a mistake. You I want them
0: all your... to be my friends, though.
1: No, you don't. Have you not learned anything from Hitchcock? <laughs>
0: I'm, of course not. <laughs> 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 I don't have vertigo <laughs> and I love the birds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, so snowmobiling, like, I don't even know really what the dealio is yeah. there. Like if you just go, I don't mean to sound overly or...
0: cautious. Yeah. You probably need no, to I'm gonna slap on yeah, a helmet. Now that I and... don't
1: drink anymore, I could see that being, like, yes, a I think that's a major plus. contributing like, factor. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, it's sort of like boat life, right? Like, yes. you know, whenever you hear of people where <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're just like, oh, you guys are having too much fun. And if you, you know what? That's a way to go.
0: <laughs> In a boat explosion.
1: You know, or not even an explosion. I mean, sadly, there were two uh, neighbors actually from an island on Lake Winnipesaukee yeah. and it was like sundown maybe a couple of weeks ago. So it must've been right after the time changed. And it sounded yeah. like they were just all out on their boats and they were coming in and they didn't see each other and they were all in their eighties. And oh, I wow. think three of the four are dead. That's sad. Yeah. So well, maybe
0: don't go on a boat this winter. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I yeah, guess snow- snowmobiling does sound like a lot of fun. I'm just, I'm more thinking of like when I was a teenager, I did a lot of stupid, like mountain biking jumps. And I feel like immediately I would be like, this is good and safe. Right. Ooh, Ooh, that little jump was good and safe. Like let's do the big one. So yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of my own problem. Maybe. But. Oh
1: yeah. And then, I mean, I, I'm hoping to still do a little bit of Bikram yoga, but I, you know, maybe we could talk Did you about, watch that goal document, setting right? and know which one.
0: Oh, apparently there's like Bikram himself was massively Me Too'd.
1: Oh, he's scandalous. But that was around 20 years ago when I got into it. Well,
0: now there's a big Netflix documentary about it.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch that. He sounds like a jerk. (laughs) I mean, oh, no, he's awful. He tried to trademark 26 (laughs) positions. tried. (laughs) to trademark (laughs) yoga and he actually succeeded which will tell you everything you need to know about Uh, america's intellectual property laws (laughs) but that's a entirely different conversation oh no he's an awful human being but i do believe in the the exercise it's like you know you could argue jane fonda could be an awful or an awesome (laughs) human being but her aerobics man that's true
0: (laughs) Everybody seems to think Richard Simmons was pretty nice. I don't know how effective his activities <laughs> he's were. He's the guy
1: with the little shorts, right?
0: I think. Right. I mean, and he's the, the, the guy curly with hair? like the ginger afro. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's very energetic. Yes. No. I. I. I, I had the the. Um, jayton fonda days you know the high cut oh yeah aerobic suits with the leg warmers sure. yeah we're gonna bring that back girls that? That the, that'll that'll perk your winter right up
0: it was it was like uh like jet ja- not jazzercise which is a trademark <laughs> it was something different i can't remember um, anyway Kathy Lee Robics or something. I don't yeah, know. There was
1: a lot of that stuff but, back in that. <laughs>
0: well, and that's that. another thing. So uh, a, a goal of mine is to, speaking of yoga, uh, I'm all inflexible and sort of out of shape in that area for sure. Uh, especially since I like hurt my, my back and my knee a while ago and I've been doing a lot of rehab stuff for it. And one of my goals this winter is to try to do uh, like go through different yoga videos on YouTube. Cause that was one of the things I first did a long time ago when I lost a bunch of weight uh, was I got really into this Rodney Yee and oh, wow. Rodney yeah, Yee he's... does power yoga yeah, and he's, it's he's great. It's a really hardcore, good workout. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like,
1: a really good warm up. Or, no,
0: I said workout. Oh,
1: I thought you said up. No, 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 I was like, no. man, you're a badass. It was hardcore.
0: No, I would, I it was. <laughs> Like,
1: okay, because I was like, no, that one's hard. <laughs> well, no, and I
0: remember doing it. I would like, I would try to do it, and I would just like, I'll go as far as I can, and then if I can't do any more, that's when I will stop. and then eventually, I like made it through the whole thing. It was like, oh, I'm dead. And then, I'm know, not going to
1: move for a week, which right. also makes winter go fast. <laughs> dead man, yes. two hours, and if then you a cold shower. Do enough
0: yoga, you can learn to lower your heartbeat and go into a state of hibernation for the winter. <laughs> and it's just my
1: plan. Reemerge into.
0: 2030 is
1: that that's going to be me. 2030.
0: Yeah, but I didn't so what other things? I mean, I'm also uh, this is silly and it's not a way to stay happy, but maybe it will be in the long run. Uh, I'm I'm going to shovel all the damn areas around the house uh, regularly so that there's not ice and stuff, and I feel like that will lead to me not falling and breaking something. And yeah,
1: I'm and it's actually I think those spraining something. What What's good about those ones is it's a sense of pride. Yeah. Even though like you don't want to do it, like uh, definitely three o'clock this afternoon. Like I had made a promise. To myself when there's a storm or something get out and at least 45 minutes just go walk around like just accept it it is the, it is right here. this is Take what's happening you know don't don't
0: i don't. love going for a walk when it's actually snowing right like, at night, as i was saying earlier like when it's nighttime and there's some snow on the ground and it's still snowing a bunch and you get like and a nice hat yep. and you get your uh um, not your baklava your balaclava <laughs> <laughs> you put your baklava on your face and uh No, it's just the best. And you walk all the streetlights are lighting up all the little flakes of snow and it's of
1: course if you're wearing a hoodie and you're a black man, (laughs) perhaps. (laughs) Be careful what neighborhood this happens in. I'm sorry, I had to just for a second, but more cheery, cheery, cheery stuff.
0: Only only one police thing allowed in this show.
1: (laughs) Oh, we weren't gonna do any. (laughs) Sorry, that was on me. That was on me, folks. I apologize. We're keeping it cheery. All right, so so but with the habit. Of something like the clearing is sometimes going and doing the thing you don't want to do, like it gives you like a triple sense of purpose. So, like in terms of the vitamin D or the light, sometimes when you're like, ah, I gotta go do this, even though I don't want to. Like that feeling you get afterwards. I mean, even journaling or writing that down, or also finding those moments and thinking about them. As they happen in the winter can really be like just a mental trick for mental health as well, right? So, like, you know, when you hear that song you love on the radio, like really lean into it, sing along, and yeah. like if you go out and enjoy yourself. If, yeah, and if you if you like actually promise yourself, hey, I'm gonna go shovel it every time, and you stick to that, like the gratification and the feedback loop in terms of brain science, yeah, it's huge. Like you're actually like you're actually Actually conditioning yourself and building those habits to make yourself happier and why not do that, folks?
0: And it's a little bit easier. I have another recommendation for things to make you happier in the winter in New Hampshire, and it is to buy a ridiculous sled shovel, <laughs> which is what I did. <laughs> I basically have an attachment so I can turn myself into like a, a, a miniature back-o. plow. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome.
1: He was so excited guys that he actually texted us this morning and it was like, Hey, let me know if you need me to clean your driveway too. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's great. It's this like, uh, anyway, I don't want to talk too much about my amazing snow shovel, but <laughs> anyone can buy them at Lowe's, I believe. And it's the best and you're not going to hurt your back using it. Uh, but seriously also stuff like that, like, I know this sounds crazy, but, like, uh, back injuries and heart attacks, uh, that's, like, they're from shoveling snow in New England. So, like, find a way to improve your situation. Don't get a crummy old, like, you yeah, know, always... torsion through your, you know. Anyway. Well,
1: well uh, you know – Using the right tools are also things that be generally... Be aware that there's
0: better tools available. <laughs> it, it, you
1: know, generally improve your life. I would also highly recommend, especially for more recent movers, or maybe people having their first or their second winter mm. here in New Hampshire, is make an effort to deck out with the right kind of layers. Mm. Make sure you actually do have uh, woolen understuff or silken un- understuff or like whatever your your flavor <laughs> wool of... Wool underwear. You know... <laughs> um, um, uh, <laughs> well, like wool undershirts, I oh, wear them yeah, yeah. and they keep me warm and toasty. Or, you know, make, make sure you are wearing layers and that you can, on and off, mm. fleece is your friend. And genuinely, I mention it because when I moved out, I'm a very strangely stubborn woman and you know, and my Africa streak runs quite deeply and I was just like, Oh no. And I think I can power through anything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. I really wish I'd just bought like things so that I wouldn't be cold all <laughs> the time because you're miserable when you're yeah. cold all the time. It's yeah, not so, I mean, fun. And so and don't and be like me.
0: This is all like, this is a small thing, but, uh, getting like a good pair of gloves that you would like to wear that aren't a pain. Uh, I have like leather gloves that I really like and they're really comfy and warm and it just makes everything better. Um, what, other, what are some other good like winter stock up purchases just to make like uh, those yak tracks things for mm-hmm. your shoes? Yes. Those everyone are really awesome. get
1: those and don't, be like Carla and wait till February. <laughs> Use them from the start of the winter. They are comfortable. They're really easy. They just yeah. pull over your outdoor shoes, so they just—I mean, it's literally like just yeah, a really
0: crampons, but yeah. they're teeny tiny. It's—it's yeah. it's like a really good product. Uh, and then, yeah, I would like if it seems like also getting outside as much as possible and trying to enjoy it is like. Important, I think, especially during the winter. I think and it I like the cold, be- so I'm, I'm like in yeah, you know, a good place yeah, for that. Yeah,
1: all, all, <laughs> all the dudes who hate sweating just love the winters. I mean, I we're, <laughs> with Louie and I downstairs, I'm like sitting on an electric blanket under another blanket. And he's like in a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> he's like, I'm so happy now. Oh, it's
0: the best. But uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that uh, you're absolutely right about the layers thing. I Also, one of my favorite purchases that I made, as I was saying earlier, that this like balaclava thing that I got, it's like a fleece one, and it's got a little uh, like mouth Flap. flappy guy, so you can move it up to under your <laughs> eyes or down under your chin or I'm whatever. a ninja. Yeah, you can fully, not a ninja. fully ninja up, <laughs> um, which also I should make a video tutorial. You can easily make ninja headgear out of a T-shirt. Uh, but that's the that story for a different day. Is it one
1: day when we have our <laughs> cooking show slash general entertainment show? This oh. is also going to happen, guys. It might be like it's really cool. three years from now, but there's definitely <laughs> going to be a cooking show. It's going to be awesome. You want We're going to be wearing ninja face. t-shirt
0: Yeah, Hats. I'm going to show Carla how to do it after we finish the show here in a minute. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. Well, I can't wait. It's... Clearly,
1: you guys can tell how to make winter a special, special time. Right?
0: We're doing it right now. Get the giggles but... with your
1: neighbors. <laughs> Enjoy life. Get out there. Exercise. Set and meet goals. Uh, reach out. It's the holiday season, of course, so that's always also a good time to just you know hang out with some peeps.
0: Yeah, be social. Even if you don't want to be, I I find that that's. uh,
1: This was a very unsocial year for me, and I, you know, as we move into December, I, I, you know, I'm one of those. I don't know why. I guess it's lame. Like it really doesn't make sense why we set goals.
0: At this time of year,
1: January, yeah, it's just kind of it's it's. It's
0: probably because it's at like the low point. Yeah, it's a
1: strange ritualistic thing, but you see, like you say, low point, but that's like such a northern, normy thing to say because you know what, like for me, Christmas is like pool parties and like (laughs) you know, salad. Yeah, well, I wonder actually, that's interesting. That would be a high point.
0: Like, uh, well, all right, Australia has like Anglo culture. And South Africa's Anglo culture and Dutch culture. I'm just trying to think. Like, I wonder in like indigenous cultures and in, like, you know, Patagonia, did they set New Year's resolutions in the summer? Or are you know what I mean?
1: I don't know if, if we can somehow <laughs> pull this into the Mayan calendar. I have some jokes to make well, no, from 2012.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually kind of interesting. No, and it's true when when you say low point. I mean, it's like. Uh, All of these traditions are based around like an agricultural society where like uh, you don't have heat that keeps you warm. You don't have, you know, copious clothing and uh, synthetic materials to keep the water off of you. Uh, Like all of these, the concepts of this is bad times. They all come from this like, you know, 1900s, 1800s sensibility or not 1900s, 19th century sensibility uh, of you know, how, how tough things are. I'm like, it ain't that tough, man. Like I'm burning wood for fun in my fireplace. (laughs) I don't have to use it to heat my house. It's amazing. Uh, There's all kinds of things to be generally happy about. And there's no reason to think of it as like, the down or low time of year. No,
1: it's just it is strange. No electric lights. Of course they were
0: sad. It was like it's dark all the time. But we have magic fire coming out of all of these bulbs. It's amazing. Anyway. Well no, so (laughs) I was
1: just gonna say I am one of those, I don't know if it's lame, but I do goal set. Like I think I spend December like thinking about what I want to do in the new year. And I'm usually pretty motivated. And I think it's partly because you sort of set, and, you know, you're visualizing, you're thinking about the future, you're thinking about where you want to be going, what the goals are, where what you yeah. want to achieve, and like all of that. And so I definitely know I was not very social this year. Like that was, yeah. I think it was partly like I was working on, you know, not drinking, like figuring out my health, like yeah. figuring out, you know, and, and, and I guess what I'm saying is, you know, 2020 will be a busier year wow. again. You know, once I, one, you your know, your dance one,
0: card is filling up.
1: But what, what, once I've learned to surf and, you know, I'm just, you know, <laughs> with my sponsorships, traveling the world, teaching the ladies, that
0: you getting can be cool in
1: your 50s.
0: Getting <laughs> into a bank robbing gang with uh,
1: sure, Johnny in a. Sure. And a trench coat with.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I watched Point Break not that long ago. Have oh you seen my God.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's, I, a really I, good funny. Yeah. I saw it in the theater when it. <laughs> came out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. yeah, watch watch dumb summer movies yeah. if you're really feeling down about what it's like outside. You
1: know, honestly, like do pick what kind of shows so I do. So I have these weird things. So one of the things like I really love is surfing movies. Like okay. I'm I'm kind of like a Weird, like, not an expert, but, like, I, you know, I, it's a right. genre of stuff I've always been interested in. So, wait, so surfing
0: movies or beach movies?
1: No, so more surfing documentaries. Okay. Oh, oh, gotcha, So, like, All right. like weird ones, like, like, have you ever thought about how they feel? film those documentaries. Uh,
0: because, like a dude that's also surfing?
1: Yeah, but think about that dude in the olden days, like mm. before like micro cameras, yeah, they with, like, were like rig. super fit with a rig and yeah. they had to be on surfboards and stuff. So they're actually like way, way cooler and more accomplished is, and better than the actual famous is surfers. Is there a
0: documentary that's just footage of the guy taking footage of surfing documentaries?
1: <laughs> it's very it's meta. It's like,
0: meta surfing. Yeah, exactly. Surfing the surf. Oh my
1: God. All right. So now that everyone understands what kind of nerd I am. Yes. That's amazing. Yes, that is exactly it. Um, yeah, that's
0: a deep level of scholasticism. I was more like, I watched the ridiculous 60s movie, Beach Party! Exclamation mark. Summer. No, it's Beach Party was so funny and stupid. It's like... It's this uh, anthropologist from a college goes to the beach to, like, study the mating rituals of teenage Americans <laughs> oh on the goodness. beach. And it's like, you know, he's, he's like this glasses wearing nerd. And he it, it's just full blown stupid on every level. <sighs> And it's really funny to oh, me. Oh, my so, God. So watch Beach Party is what okay, I'm saying.
1: <laughs> so I don't know what the name of this movie is. And I, do, I, I, I genuinely do not know. Maybe this was an acid trip back from my college <laughs> days. Because I don't think I've ever been able to find it. But we watch, wa- watched a movie in South Africa on VHS that, you know, back in those days, everything was banned. So if you right. had, like, a movie, it was a big deal. And, like, we would, you know, like, it'd be like a Friday <laughs> night. Woo! And um it was... Uh, alien. It was set in, in, in space, but it was like a space surf okay. thing. So like they would surf. Th- their spaceships were surfboards. Like it was very cult, huh. homemade. But the alien. It sounds like the interpretive Italian alien was Italian a cinema. Giant beach ball with like little claw feet that would like go you know, like with the huh. like little claws, and it was like very weird. So, that anyways, sounds extremely weird. I'm gonna look it up and see. I bet you
0: can find it with the help of the internet. I've found some things that I, I didn't th- think were real that were in fact real.
1: I, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure it's real, but perhaps it's not.
0: Primal, like, well, sorry, and if that's it's not, we should tantum. totally
1: make that project. Yeah, that's another go. thing that's like fun for winter.
0: <laughs> make a sci fi beach party movie.
1: <laughs> Why not? I think. I think we should have more art in our lives.
0: I wish – I mean if I had more money, I would do the like classic fraternity move and have a beach party – Oh, we're tr-
1: definitely gonna have a beach party well, I mean, here d- one day, like with like, frolicking girls. Once, once, well, you trucking, once I have my surfer body and I'm in my like old lady bikini,
0: you, it's, you you truck in sand and you cover the floor with sand. So oh that no, that beach. sounds
1: that that sounds like a retarded That's, idea. A, it's a frat but, house move. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. But we could have like a f- a faux beach party out yes. here and and <laughs> fill my pool <laughs> pit with, your sand. Pool with
0: sand. <laughs> it's a beach.
1: Let's play volleyball. We could totally if, play a volleyball on that. We could. Yeah. I would yeah, need so many could. tons of sand. <laughs> you to, to those
0: not clued in, I have a giant hole, just just a pit of doom that used to be a swimming pool on that the side of house. That is half
1: filled with sand and has <laughs> Dirt and potatoes. And potatoes.
0: <laughs> because the previous occupants planted potatoes in the pool. Anyway, Um
1: so I think that will probably wrap up our how to stay happy in winter.
0: Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I think that it, as as we've discussed, it sounds like the uh, the key things I think are, you know, like you were just saying, physical activity, being intentional about like the stuff that you're doing to get with people and get out of your house. Like go volunteer to, for yeah.
1: things, go, you know, schedule clue yourself. in with your, your community, go help other people who might need support. If yeah. you're into like volunteering and activism, definitely check out yeah. opportunities for that um and and come up with your game plan yeah. for 2020 2020 vision
0: yeah. dun,
1: dun, dun. well it's funny
0: the the like anti goal setting thing that it's like a counter signaling like i don't do new year's resolutions my whole life is a new year's resolution like see, see, well, but i don't know people's... but it helps to do stuff so, yeah but like, it also you play it sometimes.
1: is are, are those people see i'm starting to really clue into when i hear like dumb stuff where i'm like why does anyone believe that? And one of them is that whole thing of, oh, New Year's resolutions, and that's dumb, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that seems like really bad advice. Like, why would you discourage people from goal setting regardless right. of what time of the year it is? So I am in my life looking for all those examples where I'm just like, why would people say that? And then tracing back yeah. who said it, why they said it, and generally... History, to circle it all back to the opening, (laughs) will will teach you that the motivations of those people are generally not good, not pure, and that we can do better. So be or it's
0: like an excuse. You don't want to do a thing and your brain comes up with a really smart reason not to do it. Yes. (laughs)
1: But but then we somehow have institutionalized like the the bad voices as the voices of reason within our media and in our messaging. And I'm saying there's a better way. Be your own steward.
0: Yeah. Think for Live a
1: life of self-determination in which there is the word determined. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go out, have and some survive fun. survive the winter. And, <laughs> and build a snowman. Yeah.
0: So thank you so much for listening. And uh, I think that we're back on track here, thankfully. And hopefully we'll be keeping this up in the near future. I shouldn't have even said that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but really, thank you so much for listening. And uh, as Carlos said, remember to tell other people to do the same. So <laughs> Spread the love,
1: folks.